0: will cry. He's Continue to play with you, and would you just be seated? Just close your eyes. Take a moment. We love you, Jesus. Great are you, Lord. Great are you. The Hebrews had something down really good. They called it meditation. And then the Eastern mysticists tried to take that and go with it but they didn't invent it it was it was a long time ago they meditated on the words of god and and um even simple concepts and i would just want you to just for a minute meditate on um maybe you're not so smart maybe you are but let's just here's a word great are you lord can you just meditate on that for a minute great are you lord Maybe we aren't so great, maybe a lot of things in our lives aren't so great, but great are you, Lord. That's what makes us great, that's what makes our lives worth living. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for every person. I pray for every person that's here, every person online today. I pray for every person in either of those places i pray for all of our families lord that you would surround us with your presence it's not too hard for you because you already your presence is already everywhere you're omnipresent so it's easy for you to surround us with your presence so we pray for our kids and that our other places and our grandkids and our aunts and uncles and and our us right here Lord I pray you surround us every person in this room in this in this room of your sanctuary this this world that you would surround us with your presence that we would sit your spirit with us in Jesus name amen amen it's amazing how these um, guys can make especially this thing how he can make it sound so much like exactly like drums, and it's just a little white thing there. It's amazing. Good. It, I I am I'm very impressed by that. And then we have uh, a friend of our family here, new song family, Aaliyah. You remember she used to. Oh, she disappeared. She was with us for about about a year ago. She was with us for a while from YWAM, and then she went on her missions trip to our. Her life was, she was planning to be there a lot longer, I'm sure, but um, I'd like to say Kazakhstan, but I don't really know. What was it called? Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan? Yes, yeah. amazing. To go to Kyrgyzstan even for a, a week, but she would go in there for perhaps her rest of her life. And then, um, I don't know if anyone even heard about this, but there was this virus that came. It was horrible. Too soon? Okay, too soon um yeah and so then she had to come home but then she's come to visit out. Uh, you can ask her why she's here if you, want, if you want to know more but i won't get into it it's not my not my business uh we're so that's a joke you just have to ask her ask her about it good to see well there's a good spot right here if someone really wanted to do some good social distancing i could stand right here, right here right? if you want if seriously if you want a little little area, there's there's a whole bunch of space right there we went on a trip this week um to the river in pueblo and we you sit on tubes and inner tubes and you go down the river and we bought inner tubes from the king supers that were heavy duty they were um i think six dollars each so they were pretty tough they're pretty strong tubes and um cynthia has a problem uh Um, every tree branch that is in any river, she goes to them. She just does. I, on the other hand, go right down the middle, and she goes to every tree branch. And Reagan did the same as well. And um, we popped three out of our six tubes, I think, on that trip. So there's a few of us on on one tube. And then for a while, I was just, like, trying to lay in the water, float down the river like this. Because, like, has anyone ever done this? It's, don't do it. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm floating and the rocks are beating my back and I'm just trying, to, oh Lord. Because you can't walk because it's too slippery. Um, but anyways, I, I guess I say that to say that um, it's hard to keep our perspective on who God is when we are looking at our surroundings and um, we are looking at the waves that are around us. But if you really look at this is not part of it but if you do look at your surroundings out here you can find your perspective again that god is amazing yes there was some problems on our little street on our little river raft but but in the midst of the tree branches we saw god's amazing creation and it was beautiful That just fit in perfect right there because the name of my message series we're going into is called surroundings looking at your surroundings and our eyes can easily forget to look up when we feel like we have to look over here and are you okay is this okay is this like let me look at my checkbook is everything okay here it's like um peter when he's walking on the water and he's like i see jesus i'm going Oh, no, look at the wind and the waves. And then he starts to sink. You ever heard that story? All of us have that. I want you to know Jesus has got his hands out towards you. Everybody say Jesus. Jesus. It's a good name. It's a good name. There's a lot of good names. Tony's a good name. But Jesus, I mean, it's just got a, something to it. Jesus has got his hand reached out to pick us up out of that water, out of that Problem Similar to last week when we talked about the voices. You know, we listened to the voices in our head. Um, it was a good idea. It was all uh, inspired. Patrick gave me the idea and I loved it. I think the Holy Spirit gave it to Patrick. But how the voices list, that we listen to lead us to defeat. Let me say this. Our declaration of who God is will lead you to victory. Did you hear me? Your your declaration of who God is, often we don't declare who God is in our lives. We just declare what we wish he would do or what we're mad at or what we're criticizing. Declare who God is. You will find victory. We are beginning an exciting series called Surrounded. Of course, we could talk about how we are surrounded by um, discouragement. Everybody's got a a little bit of a frown. I want you to... Yes, you might be surrounded by discouragement, but I'm going to talk about something else. We are also surrounded by God. We are surrounded by... There, there's so much that God can bring us. I love the voice translation. I've never really read through it before, and I stumbled upon it this week, and it says a familiar passage in Psalm 139 like this. In verse 5, it says, You have surrounded me on every side, behind me and before me and you have placed your hand gently on my shoulder it's nice to know when you feel surrounded by so many uh bad things that god surrounds us um second corinthians echoes this paul says "Verse four of chapter or chapter four verse eight in the king james version we are hard pressed on every side don't say amen but can i hear it yeah that's probably true we are hard pressed on every side Yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but we are certainly not in despair or hopelessness because we are surrounded. I want to declare that we are surrounded by the protection and the presence and the provision. Pastor Ron could probably give me some more P words. Give me, give me one. Surrounded. Perspective. His presence. His presence. His power. His power. His performance! Come on, baby. He's got tears in his eyes because it comes out. It's it's his gift. It's his he's got the gift of yeah, man. We are surrounded. I got off track. We are surrounded by God, God El Olam. I like to I gave a little bit of a uh, tra- uh, accent there because I don't know what the accent is. Olam, but. El o Lamb, okay? It means the God of eternity The God of everlasting You think you don't understand What tomorrow is Well God does Because he's the God of eternity Amen I want to call this Is there an event today? The event tonight? Or are they coming here? That's where we're live streaming So if you need That's the overflow if You want to sit in the event so Just go on Have a seat You're a little late But that's fine I want to call this first message in the Surrounded Series, Outnumbered. And would you pray with me? Lord, we feel outnumbered. We feel overwhelmed. Sometimes we feel overcome. We feel like we need help. And we are so glad that we can declare that, yes, we are outnumbered, but we are not outnumbered by evil. We are outnumbered by good because you are a good God and we declare that today you are a good God and I pray that you would open up our ears just to hear just a little bit that might encourage us that we would walk to our cars they drive home and that we would that you would give us a smile on our face and and a hope in our heart that things are going to be okay because of how good you are in Jesus name amen I know we've all had our share of bad days in the last four months, but also I've had my share of some pretty good days. Anyone else? Some good days through this time. Um, I was out on a paddleboard this week, and um, the sun was peering through the clouds in just the right way that caused a myriad of colors just to come through. It wasn't just white. It was like all these colors. And... There was a breeze. It was a warm breeze. It wasn't a. It wasn't a nor'easter breeze. It wasn't a. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't a feel. A feel of snow it was a feel of just nice. It was nice. It was warm. I just felt like in that moment, all was well in my soul. All was okay in the world. I started to think about how much I love my family, how much I love my church, how much I. Uh, Loved this this city, and um, God was ministering to me. How blessed I was! It was in that moment that um, I sensed that I was outnumbered by the goodness of God. Amen. We all need these moments of clarity in our lives. This 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 has given us the opportunity to slow down a bit. Now we're starting to speed up, but I I encourage you don't miss those uh moments of clarity where you just spend some time with god a little snapshot of serenity where things are good where we are reminded not of what we want god to do for us but we are reminded who god is to us maybe for you um your moment is not on a paddleboard and mine's not usually that's a new thing for me but maybe yours is on a bike or uh, in a car, driving, maybe it's in your, on your back porch, sipping coffee, sipping tea, Sandy. I know, not everyone drinks coffee, right? Maybe maybe it's for you, you like to journal, you like to um, listen to music, you put on your AirPods and um, that's a thing that kids are doing now, right? And sometimes it's just for nothing, but you put in some AirPods and you can hear music in a whole nother way. You can hear and you can worship in a whole nother way. I don't know for you how you find your moments of clarity, but I encourage you to anticipate appointments. And I shall prophesy over you, my brother and my sister. Brother, sister, 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 brother, sister, brother, sister. sister. I prophesy, and this side too, anticipate this week appointments with God. Maybe they're planned. Maybe you're so spiritual you planned it. I'm going to spend some time with Jesus today at 8.30. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, or maybe God is going to surprise you and it's going to be unexpected. And that's what I kind of think is going to happen for some of you. He's going to give you some unexpected moments with him when you least expect them. I'm going to say surprised by the Savior surprised and surrounded by the savior i want you to i want you to have those moments would that be nice i would love to be surrounded surprised by the Savior. well i'm not a christian so i don't i it doesn't matter who you are because god is god And so he will find you and he will surprise you. And that's how some people got saved themselves. That's how Paul got saved. He was certainly surprised, surrounded by the savior when he was knocked off his his horse. You're probably familiar with the story of Jesus and the disciples and they were in the boat and it was a storm and guess what Jesus was doing? He was doing something, he was sleeping. Wasn't he? Was sleeping right in the middle of the storm, and his disciples are like, "Dude, what are you doing? We're in the mi- we're gonna die out here." And Jesus wakes up and he says, "Peace," and the storm stopped. They were surrounded by this. They were surprised by the Savior in that moment. I'm sure a couple of them that weren't sure if Jesus was who he really said he was, they realized he is who he is because he said one word and he stopped. The storm. There's a guy in the Old Testament. His name is Gideon. And I believe he was surrounded and surprised by the Savior as well. Jesus was there. God was there. The Holy Spirit was there. They were all there. And he was in a moment where everything around him seemed um, discouraging at the very least. Certainly, he did not feel like victory was coming. He was um, getting ready to go in a battle. And, um, ever heard of Gideon? Heard of Gideon. I'm not going to go into the whole story, but he was getting ready for a fight. And he was discouraged because he was going against this group called the Midianites. And they, the Bible says there was more Midianites than the sands on the seashore. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of people. If you count how many sands are on the seashore. It was probably a bit of an exaggeration, but there was a lot of them. So Gideon was preparing. He was fortifying. He was planning. He was getting his ducks in a row, which all of us do because we go into our battles and we're like, oh, I need to make sure I got everything figured out. And then guess what happened? That was Judges one. Judges 7.2 happened because that's, you have to keep reading. And Judges two says this. And the Lord said to Ron and to Rachel and to Anna and even to even. He said this. You're like, don't say my name. Say your name. <laughs> the Lord said to Gideon, the people who are with you are just way too many, Gideon. There's just way too many for me to let you win this battle against the Midianites, lest you claim the glory yourself. You're gonna, you're gonna think you did it yourself. You got thirty-two thousand men against the many, the sands of the seashore. Ah, you have too many men. Does God still, still do this? I hope He doesn't, but I think He does. God will say to us, we, We're planning, we're preparing. February comes, 2020, year of perfect vision. I don't want to relate everything to that, but you know. Right now, whatever you're going through, you're, you're in this moment, you think you've got everything fortified and figured out, and then Jesus, and then God, and then the Holy Spirit says to you, Wait, stop. Um, too many. You got too many things going for you. I don't know if God does this, but too many men. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna need to uh rearrange. I'm gonna need to um cancel or something because um you think you're spread thin. You really think you're spread thin right now, but let me spread you a little thinner. You think you got just enough to get by? Well let me give you just a little less to get by. Let me give you just Because you know what I want? I want you to rely on me. I want you to look to me. I want you to trust me. And Gideon's like, what are you doing? You don't need more chariots. You don't need more people. You don't need more money. More money, more problems. You you just need me. So as the narrative goes with Gideon, Gideon had 32,000 troops. He got rid of 10,000 of them. Or he got down to 10,000. And God said, okay, 10,000 against these guys. Wait, too many, right? He goes all the way down to 300. Because God says, all you need is 300 men. All you need is this. And I think if we would understand who God is, if we understood who God is, you would realize you could do a lot more with a lot less. Because you don't need... It's not the stuff that you got, it's not the it's not the help you got, it's not the money you got, it's not the the organized plans you have. It's God. That's the, the, the one thing you need is God. All this rest you can get you can put to the side cuz Jesus said, God says this in verse 7. By the 300 and he says the same to us. By your measly 300 men or whatever that measly you think is your your life. Look at my measly life. My business just closed down, didn't it? Yes, I just talked to a friend. That's what happened. Measly life. By the 300, I will save you. I will deliver you out of the hand of the Midianites, and I will give you the victory, Gideon. I don't know if Gideon trusted him or not, and in the coming weeks, uh, maybe next week, or uh, we're going to talk about the brilliant strategy God gave Gideon to uh, beat this this giant army with three hundred men. But um, today, I just want to stop here, and I just want to ask a couple of questions, and we're going to be we're going to be done, because because um, Pastor Ron says that um, you don't have to preach. Um, for eternity, to be eternal. Uh, he didn't say that, but that sounds like something you would say. Yes, you don't have to just keep preaching, preaching, preaching to, 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 to change lives, because the Word of God changes lives. So let me ask you uh, a question. When life gets you uh, in a funk, you're out of sorts. I was talking to some few, a few people last week, and we were talking about how mixed up our brains can be during this time, because... We, we rely on, laws, on things, plans. We rely on the way we want things to go. And then when they change, it's hard for us to get out of our funk, get out of our routine. And I know I've met a lot of people who are tired, who are restless, who are, who are at, out of sorts, who are in a funk, to say the least. And when you're in that, and it seems to be that the enemy is as numerous as the sands on the seashore, you might not even be able to pinpoint your enemy. Because when you have a lot of problems, you can't uh, focus on just one of them. They're all over. You just say, oh my gosh, all of them are bad. And then all of them become worse. And then when you hear something else that's popped up, you're, you're overwhelmed. You're outnumbered. And when you get in those moments where you're overcome... What do you do? Let me submit to you just three quick strategies. When we are outnumbered, number one, recount who God is. Recount who God is. Recount that word. Recount. One, two, three, four, five, six. Wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six seven, eight. Nine. Recount. Recount who God is. Wait. God is great. Wait. God is good. God is holy. God is just. God is worthy. Let me me give you another one that maybe you don't say very much. God is God El Roy. I like to say it that way. It's spelled R-O-I. When you don't know the future, when you can't see what's coming up, God is the God who sees. He sees. He sees it all. He sees past your unknowns. Maybe you feel outnumbered by evil. God is the God El Yon. El Yan means he is the God that is strong. He is the God that is supreme. Supremacy is in his hand, it literally means. God is sovereign. I'm not going to talk about sovereign. It's a big word. We're going to have a special class and you can learn about it. I'll, I'll let someone lead it. Jeff, you can lead it. About God being sovereign. But he is sovereign, which means trumps everything that you say over over overrides everything that you say whatever you're thinking he knows more he's better he is sovereign yes you don't understand but yes he does yes you think it's going to go this way but god it's going to go god's way it's bigger than we can even think because then you say well if it's going to go god's way no matter what do i have to pray Maybe I don't have to pray anymore. God's, no, I'm not saying that. But God is sovereign. There is no fear when you put God in his rightful place in your life. And if you know he's sovereign, I'm this is pretty strong to say, but, and I'm going to just say it to the two of you that are right up here in the front row. When you put God in the rightful place in your life, there is no fear. And you know God is sovereign. He's in his rightful place. Relax. Relax just a little bit. If, you, if you're offended by me saying... Oh, no, that guy just spit there. I'm sorry. No one was anywhere close to me. If you're offended a little bit by what I say, by saying relax, then just relax a little bit because God is still on the throne. He is sovereign in your life. God is... I like this one. This is a Hawaiian word. God is and Wowsy. <laughs> it's still Hebrew, but it sounds... It sounds it sounds uh, Hawaiian. God is the God of my strength. God is Elohe to halate. God is, God is the God of coffee. No, God is the God of my praise. So when you can't praise, He's the God of your praise. He'll help you to put your praise where it needs to be because when your life, when your strongest thoughts are negative, your life is going that direction. When your life is praise, your life will go that direction. Let our lives go in the light in the direction of praise amen there are so many names so many names we could talk about and i encourage you if you're feeling discouraged or discounting what god is in your life look at the names of god just google it you're going to find 100 websites that are going to talk about different names for god and every one of those names will answer a different need in your life. When you need God to do something, there is a characteristic of God that He can uh, be for you because that's who God is. I'm going to go real quickly through the last two. Recount who God is. Recount it. Keep counting them, counting them, counting them up. Number two, recite what God has said. Recite what God has said. Well, What has He said? Well, He he someone prophesied uh last week about this that's what god said yes god does speak through prophecy but you know what he wrote a whole bunch more stuff it's called the bible and it's all stuff he said that's still true it's still true today somehow he made this a supernatural book that everything in it is still true today yes he's the same yesterday today and forever read it read one one psalm read one verse a day in psalm read one chapter a day in psalm let me just take one uh by um circumstance let's just let the wind and i'll read it to you and i'll tell you look how encouraged you'll be psalm 118 one of the best he says this i'll just read a couple of verses read cite what God has said and this is one of the things God said give thanks to the Lord for he is good his love endures forever when heart pressed he brings me out into a spacious place it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans okay I can take that right there and then I'm already encouraged If you go on, it says all the nations surround me, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. They surrounded me on every side, but you came through. The Lord was there to help me. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my defense. Oh man, The Lord has become my salvation. Recite what God has said. You read the Psalms, you read those songs. Some of them are the, the greatest hits of all times. Read them, they'll encourage you. Remember the first one: recount who God is, recite what God has said. Ten fifty three. We're an end and last. Recall what God has done. Recall what God has done. Well, He's done nothing for me, so I can't recall that. No, that's that's not true. That's a bunch of whatever you want to call it because God has done a lot of things for all of us Deuteronomy 7 they talk about um, the Israelites have been um, complaining about all the stuff that they, God hasn't done for them and then he says hey remember Deuteronomy 7 he says remember he took you out of the desert he took you out of Egypt he brought you into the desert he gave you food to eat he gave you manna in the morning he gave you water he gave you protection. He brought you through the Red Sea. You got to the other side. God was still there. You, you, you betrayed him. He, he was still there. He forgave you. He was his kind. He was merciful. He brought you back to him. And look at you now. I, your blessings will follow you all of the days of your life. When you start to do this, for me, poor Talking about other people in your family. Look at all the. Oh my gosh! You wouldn't. You, you can't believe all the things that have happened to me through this. I could write a book about all the, things that I can't recall God has done. (laughs) Okay, because. But, when you start to recall what God has done, you realize, He's given me, health for the most part. You know, our whole church family. I've kept in contact with all of them. I probably. Talk to people more often during this time than we talked before because we just talk at church on Sundays. Our whole church family has remained healthy through this whole thing. There's a few that have had some sickness. No one's, of course, no one are not of course, but no one's died from this. Everyone has has made it through. Hardly anyone has lost their jobs. Hardly anyone is in a financial serious distress. The city has helped numerous people in our church with uh, amazing um like gifts what they've done for them what they've given them we can complain about our governments and what they don't do and what, what they could do better but a lot of people have been helped through this time a lot of businesses have been helped god has seen us through this church has done fine through all of this we've had we've uh We've been able to pay all our bills and, um, and also put some into savings, even through this terrible time. God is good. You shall remember the Lord your God. We are blessed in our coming in, and we are blessed in our going out. Can I hear an amen? I, I encourage you, if you didn't hear last week, we talked about how we encourage ourselves and encourage one another. That, that also is really recounting what God has done, reciting what he said, and um, reminding ourselves what he's doing in our lives and who we are in Christ. That encourages us because we love, we're perfect, we're excellent, we're the best at discouraging ourselves and discouraging others. That's that's what we like to do. Would you come up here and um, play a little bit? And We're going to close. But maybe you feel outnumbered today. I want you to close your eyes for a minute. Would you just think on the Lord? Lord, we're so we're so sorry for like these the lights, really. We're sorry for uh, doing more, um, doing more um, complaining than praising. We're we're sorry for being more negative than positive and we don't have to always be positive but we need to remember the truth of who you are in our life and so once again we come back to you, all of us all of us in this parking lot and in the event center, if you're listening we come back to you and we say, Lord remind us of who you are we recount what you are we recite what you have said we recall what you have done in our lives you can open your eyes here. You feel outnumbered by doubt. Anyone feel doubtful, you don't need to raise your hand. You feel outnumbered by fear. Don't raise your hand, but there's, there's, there's that. There's certainly that. You're outnumbered by worry. You're outnumbered by stress. You're outnumbered by um, at least the uncertainty of the situation. I am outnumbered by uncertainty. I would admit that. I don't know what the rest of August will bring. I don't know if my kids will go back to school. I don't know if my kids will go to college. I don't know what September will bring. Who knows what October will bring. I don't know if we're going to get to celebrate Calaway. You know, you know, you know, outnumbered by uncertainty, outnumbered by love, life. But know this, know who God is. He outnumbers your uncertainty. He outnumbers your feeling of out of sorts, being tired, feeling defeated maybe you feel surrounded today you don't know what I dealt with this week I feel surrounded everywhere I go maybe not physically but definitely mentally definitely um, spiritually if you sense that in your life there's a spirits around you and you just feel surrounded I just feel surrounded by defeat I feel like there are obstacles everywhere I look I want to do this but this obstacle keeps me from getting where I want to go. I want to go around it, and there's another obstacle. And then I try to go this way, and there's another obstacle. And you feel like, oh, there's no hope because I can't move these os- obstacles. Let me tell you this. When you get in those situations, that's when you need to do this. Apprehend those thoughts. That's a, that's a word we use for um, other, another, and an another area of our life but apprehend is also a word you could say for arresting arresting that you call that thing you look at that thing and you say get your hands up your that thought is not going to be subject here in my life I take that captive and I say get behind me because I don't need to think that way apprehend that and say I need the mind of Christ right we need God's mind we can't have it all the time unless we keep asking because we have a human mind and we want god's mind but we have a human mind so what am i supposed to do might as well die forget it you can't make no god's there with us he get, he, get ask him for his mind ask him for his wisdom he'll get you through and he'll encourage you i'll, I'll share this person and will be done 2 Kings chapter 6, you're like, don't give me another verse, I don't need any more verses. You're at church, okay? So I don't know when the last time you read your Bible was, but I'm going to read you this verse. Because this guy was in a situation where he felt there was an obstacle everywhere he walked. Everywhere he walked there was an obstacle and he couldn't get around it. He didn't know how he was going to make it. And it says this, 2 Kings chapter 6, this is not Gideon, I went to a whole other place. It says this, the king of Syria, which was a bad bad man, alright? He was bad. The king of Syria was making war against God's people. You feel like there's a war against you. Yes. Therefore he sent this bad king, verse ten, verse fourteen, chapter six. Second Kings, he sent his horses, his chariots, his great army, and they came by night. Oh, my goodness. They came by night, surrounded the city. That seems to be when the devil does his best work at night, doesn't he? The morning comes, you feel refreshed. You feel like you can make it again. And then he comes by night. He surrounds the city. They couldn't sleep. They were discouraged. It was terrible. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, he saw all of them they were surrounding him with chariots of horses. And the servant said, Alas, alas, what shall we do? We're surrounded by chariots. We're surrounded by bad people. We're surrounded by the enemy. Verse 16, Elisha said, Don't fear. We need Elisha to just come home with us to remind us. Don't fear. Don't fear. Why? Because think positive thoughts you'll make it. Uh, it although it's it's bad just don't fear just try not to fear it's bad but no he says don't fear because those who are this is verse 16 you might want to put this on your mirror at home second Kings six sixteen. do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them come back what do you mean no they're they had a big army too this was another outnumbered fight Elisha prayed and said Lord open up this kid's eyes that he would understand what I just said because he doesn't understand he's looking at me like what you talking about I don't get it then the Lord opened his eyes and the young man looked around and he saw on the mountaintops all around him horses and chariots of fire surrounding him on the land these this this was not the other side this was this was angels this was the god of the angel armies that sent horses and chariots of fire to protect him can i say that's that's what he's done for you and i amen would you stand your feet lord we pray that you would give us correct perspective the p word that ron brought up give us correct perspective the more it isn't about this or that the virus or the injustice or whatever that is going on Lord your peace will fill us Lord I pray that your peace would de-escalate situations in our life Lord I pray that your presence would deflate our fears Lord I pray that your joy would disintegrate some of the chaos that is in our lives right now Lord open our eyes that we may see that we may see all around us chariots of fire the God of the angel armies the Lord is on our side even when we are mistaken even when we are sinning sometimes even when we are um, confused God is still still with us. He is not against us. He is with us. Lord, help us have more moments where your peace and your presence fill us. In Jesus' name. I want to give you this challenge this week. Listen, whether it be on a paddleboard, anybody have a paddleboard? Whether it be on a bicycle, whether it be on your back porch, whether it be on a walk or a drive, anticipate appointments with God. I prophesy that over you, that you would be, uh, some of them will be planned. You should plan some moments with God. But I pray that you would give us appointments with you where we are surprised by our Savior as you surround us with your love. In Jesus' name, we love you, Jesus. We ask that you surprise us this week. Feel free to stay as long as you want. Be careful with um. You don't know what anyone's what their thoughts are, and so just give them their space. But stay as long as you like. I got a couple of housekeeping things to do. Our elevator is full of something with the other business, so we can't use it. So we're gonna ask that, um, and Thomas will help uh, facilitate this. That you know, three or four guys. Would bring your chairs to the to this elevator over here. Or where's Thomas? What where do we decide? Oh, maybe I think he might be just just. I think we might be putting them right inside this door to the left of the new song entrance. I think that's what we might be doing. So bring them there. He's going to need a little extra help. There is an offering basket right by Lori, right where the, she's at, where the drinks are. Um, if you do, if you give online. That's great. Most of you are doing that now. But if you want to give today and you, didn't, and you brought your tie or your offer, put it in that basket. It'll stay safe and we'll put it right in the safe after this. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Was that yours? Yeah.